You broke that down. And you broke it. You broke it down, brother. You broke that down. I said, whoa. I'm a mindset strategist. Everything starts with the mind. What you think about, you bring about. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Dre and Smiley, the Inner Circle Podcast. All right, so we have a pretty exciting guest on with us today, the Dean of Dynamic Results, he goes by. His name is Tamir Kadri, and he has a double doctorate degrees in the field of metaphysical philosophy, specialized personal development coaching, mentoring mindset, development, and research. The information Tamir delivers whether from audiobooks, ebooks, live events, etc., are carefully selected to bring the audience the best information possible. Often there are differences in opinion in matters of what to eat, how to lose weight, or in how to close the sale, which Smiley can relate to, and so on. <clears throat> These are among the many areas where Tamir, as the Dean of Dynamic Results, helps clients achieve their goals. With that, Tamir, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. All right. So, so let's, let's get to the, to, the, to the question at hand, I guess. What is the dean of dynamic results? And then from there, we'll kind of go backwards and talk about how you got into doing what you're doing. The dean of dynamic results. What does that mean? Uh, well, that's, I'm glad you asked me that question. I, w- I, w- I was on stage one day with uh, Mark Baker Hansen, the uh, one of the core of the chicken soup for the soul. We were in LA uh, years ago, about 13, 13, 14 years ago. And we were doing a, uh, it was, it was a, a three-day event. We have multiple speakers. And I, I talked to Jack Canfield, his partner, that partner with Chicken Soup for the Soul. That's one of the best selling, big selling books in the world. You know, they have about, I don't know how many copies they have out now, how many different chicken soup series. Chicken Soup for the Heart, Chicken Soup for the Rainy Day, Chicken Soup for the Entrepreneur. And I, I talked to Jack Canfield and he mentioned being the dean of his team. I said, the dean of who? Of his team. I said, hmm, I like that. Hmm. I'm into getting results. I'm a results guy. Everywhere I go, I've been able to excel. Okay, so I'm a results guy. Okay, so I like that. The dean of dynamic results. Hmm. I took idea. I wrote mass and I took it as my own. And it stuck. All right. I love it. I love it, man. So let's talk about getting into the, the industry that you're in right now in terms of getting results for people. And then from there, we'll kind of talk about, you know, what that looks like for you and how you're able to achieve results for people. Where did the idea come from? Were you a seven-year-old and sitting back playing with the G.I. Joe thinking, you know what, there's better things I could be doing with my time. And how, how did you get into talk, talk about the journey to where you are today in terms of realizing you had a skill for helping others achieve their results? Where did that come from? That's a very good question. And that, that conversation brought up yesterday with a few clients of mine and a few uh, business associates. That, that You mentioned skill and, skill and talent. And I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you something. It, it's really a talent. It's really a talent that I have, a talent that you have, a talent that Smiley has. We all have talents. And I discovered mine. What happens is that when I was a little boy, okay, I, for some reason, I always knew that I was a communicator, Okay. I was always taught that, told that. I, I used to have older guys sit, sit me around a table and literally talk to me, literally ask me questions, right? Literally ask me questions. I'll give you an example. My uncle, my uncle was, uh, this is my step-uncle, my auntie's husband. We used to go fishing. He used to say to me, this like, like this, he'd say, talk. About what? Talk to me. Just whatever you want to say. So I'd start talking. One conversation was about dreams. I was 12 years old, 12 or 13, about dreams. And I tell him how life is a dream and it's a dream and it's a game. And what we do in that dream, it matters and shows up in our reality. And we wake up, we, that, that's what they essentially call death. All right. I was talking to him like that, 13 years old, 12, 13 years old. And he was so impressed. He looked at me and said, called my uncle over, come here, listen to him talk. Right. So things like that happened to me where I knew, since I can go back as far as 10 or 8, where people always tell me, you're a communicator. You love to communicate with people. I would actually think about something I want to do at 10 years old, and I would stick with it, like white on rice, and it would manifest. So it, it's something that I, I, I discovered years ago 
when I was, when I was a boy. I knew that I was a communicator. I knew that I could manifest my dream and get results. No, that's that's impressive. When I am, we've had several representatives on the podcast that had PhDs, and I think you're the first one with two. Can you tell us how you got into the academic world and selected your PhD journey? And I mean, were they both as strenuous or was the second one easier because you had the first one? Talk to us about that experience. You know, that, that's really, that's a good question because uh, metaphysics is the study of how, how, we, how we think, the mind, what's beyond our physical being. It's really philosophy. The Greeks call it metaphysics, but it's really philosophy. Well, philosophy is really metaphysics, okay? And when I first got into metaphysics, I realized that, wait a minute, this, this is who I am already. I've been thinking this way since I was a little boy and beyond. This is my field. So I decided to get into the field of metaphysics, study and, and go through all the courses and all the learnings and all the seminars and everything. And the first one was like, mm, it was more of a challenge. I like challenges. I don't shy with challenges. I got a lot of that Jordan in me. <laughs> I do not. Love it. I do not mind driving to the basket. Okay. So when I when I knocked the dissertation, the, the, the uh, master's thesis out in the PhD, the doctorate, I said, hmm, it's okay. A year later, there was another subject that I wanted to write on. And I just went for it. The second one was easier as far as format, how to format it. You see, there's a difficulty in a metaphysical degree because Harvard now offers my degree, Harvard, okay? And other schools too. Here's the difficulty about it. We have to combine academia with metaphysical thought and philosophy. That's not easy. Not patting myself on the back. Mm -hmm. I thank God I was able to do it. That's not easy. Yes. The second one was easier as far as format. As far as content, uh, I wouldn't say it was so much easier. It was really a little more difficult, actually. Wow, congratulations. No, I, I, that's, uh, thanks for that explanation because I was wondering what metaphysics school is, and I like the way you defined that. And so... With that in mind, when you were speaking about when the elder people in your family or friends would say, just talk, just talk, and you know that you were a good communicator or are a good communicator, when you got to school, how did you select, was talking, I'm surprised you didn't go into speech pathology or something. How did you know to say, okay, I'm a great communicator, let me expand into metaphysical or expand into this particular realm? Were you guided that way or did you read a book or you mentioned Jordan? Did you read something from Dr. King or Malcolm X that said, you know what, I want to get into this metaphysical to express my communication on a different level than others? No, actually, I was speaking before I knew what metaphysical was, what metaphysics were. I had no idea what that was. Okay. I was I was doing the things that I was, <laughs> I read Thinking Grow Rich. You know about Thinking Grow Rich. You know about the law of success. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know about. There you know, it is. We were talking about door. that last week, the laws of success. I, I know. Yeah. I, yeah. We were. You, you, think, you, think I, you think I listened to you, right? Yeah, I did listen to you. <laughs> I, we're going to say current paths as far as studying and reading, right? And all I, I've studied all, all right. those classics. I didn't just study them, though. See, I don't just read. I didn't just study them. No, no, no. I want to tear them, too. I want to eat it. I want to taste it. I want to live it. You see? And so... The, the, the word metaphysics came to me later, okay? I realized that what I was doing was metaphysical. As you think, what you think about, you bring about. Anything the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. Now, those are just words. I'll tell you right now. Those are just words. All writings, all writings are dead writings. You have to make them alive. So those words are just words. They sound good. They taste good. But how do I make them mine? This is where the results in me come in at. How do I make that mine? I'm not just satisfied reading what Napoleon Hill said or what Buddha said or what Christ, anybody. I'm interested in knowing how can I make that mine? How can I live that and be that and taste that and, and live that? There's a way to do it. And so you mentioned something very interesting, Smiley, about, about the law of success. I'll listen to you, brother, okay? And uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll think of that. So you think of rich is a, it's like an appetizer. Here's what it is. Mm -hmm. The law of success is like the course, the study, to get into the meat of it. That breaks. I love Law Success. You mentioned that. I love George Clayson, Richard Man in Babylon, and uh, I love my own stuff. Yeah. All awesome. right. So tell me this. Well, first, first of all, uh, you can tell we're pretty excited knowing that you listen to our podcast. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. I, I love that. Smiley, that's got to feel good, right? Oh, yeah. I, I, my heart is, my spirit is soaring. I'm smiling on the, all levels now. <laughs> you, broke that, you, broke, you broke it down, brother. You broke that down. I said, whoa. Yeah. 
You kept naming off that have already read over and over and over and over and over again. Your head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's one thing Smiley does well. So, so he, he's an avid reader. So, so tell me this, Tamir. So I've never worked with a life coach. I know there's a lot of them out mm-hmm. there. Um, the first question, I guess, is what makes unique makes you unique from other life coaches? And then I have a follow up to that. And, and, I, and I realize you're more than a life coach. Uh, you're, you're the dean of dynamic, result, <laughs> dynamic results. <laughs> I get that. I, I know that. So, so tell me, what, what, what makes you, what makes you uh, what is it about what you do, right? How, how does what you do stand out from the typical person who helps others achieve results? Well, one thing made me stand out is they uh, people throw the word life coach around. They throw the word guru around. They throw the, they throw the word life coach around like it's a piece of bread or something, right? And yeah. the difference in what I do Okay, I'm a mindset strategist. Everything starts with the mind. What you think about, you bring about. Mindset strategist. And I, I, I'm more, I'm more into results. And see, I don't can coach. You're not a sardine. I don't meet people say I'm a life coach. Let me talk to you. Fill out this form. How can I help you? Well, they may not need my help. They may not require what I have. Okay. So first of all, I'm very sincere. If I don't believe I can consist you, go down a consistent lane where you can get on the path to achieving results in your field, what you want to do, measurable results at a time. If I can't do that, I won't work with you, okay? Because there's so many people out there that say, I want to be a life coach. They go get a certificate. Give me a break, okay? Getting a certificate in life coaching is like getting a certificate on heart surgery. If you're going to, you want to be a heart surgeon, just get a certificate. Just go to a little course and get a certificate. And I'm going to do heart surgery. Now, that's a little, that may sound a little extreme, but the principle is the same. Okay. In order to be an effective life connector or effective life strategist, it has to be who you are. You have to, to be a good one, to be a really genuine, has to be who you are. It's who I am. You see my expression, you feel my confidence. Why? It's who I am. I don't care where I'm at, what stage I'm on, who I'm talking to, depending on the subject now. I'm not going to talk to a bunch of nuclear physicists about nuclear physics. That's out of my lane. Okay, that's not my lane, but I will talk to them about their mindset and what they do. The mindset principle, give you an example. My favorites, some of my favorite people in the world are Bruce Lee, Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's just five of them. Why? Why? And I'll throw Larry Bird in there too. Why? Because of their mindset. Mindset. I'm not hung up on Michael Jordan because he's Michael Jordan. No, that mindset is inimitable. One of a kind, unparalleled. Those are three words that all mean unique. <laughs> they're, they're tasty. Everybody want to say unique, unique. And it sounds unique and crispy. You know. It sounds rich. It sounds rich and full of flavor. Everybody say unique. No, right. It's one of a kind right. and tasty. And their mindset. So I'm drawn to mindset. See, if you can change the mindset, everything we do, Dre and Smiley, is about the way we think. Everything. Show me your life. I'll show you how you've been thinking. My life right now, I have ups and downs like everybody else. Bill Gates has ups and downs. Did you know that? Did you know that Mark Zuckerberg has ups and downs? Or that, what's his name? The Tesla guy. Uh, what's his name? Elon Musk. He has ups and downs issues too. People don't know that. People think your money, your money don't change that. No, it doesn't change any of that. Money is great in the field that it belongs in. So anyway, it's the mindset. What's in your mind? How do you think? Because what you think about, you're going to surely bring about. So tell me this. So let's say... Um, let's do a, a little bit of role play here. Sure. I'm struggling mm-hmm. to achieve my goal of becoming a better uh, CEO. Okay. okay. And so I come across your website. I've read one of your books. I've listened to one of your uh, eBooks. Uh, I've come across your content. I realize Tamir is the guy I need to talk to. So how does that Walk me through briefly what that looks like in terms of our initial interaction and then the plan you lay out for me, which I understand is probably unique for each individual. Yes. But just in a general, from a, in, in general sense, you know, what's it look like from the beginning? What's the plan you lay out for me? And, what's, and how do I know I've reached my goal at the end? Walk me through that. Good question. What I generally do with people, I will offer them a no-fee consultation, 30 minutes or whatever, 15 to, to, to 20 minutes, depending on the time frame, what they want to do. 
Then I ask a series of questions. I don't send no, no questionnaires out. That's so corny. Fill this questionnaire out. That To me, that's so corny. No, no, no. I'm going to get face to face with you, heart to heart, and ask you, Dre, how you doing? Uh, let, let's talk about what you want to achieve. Okay, what's the purpose of setting this call up with me? What, what, what are you looking for? What's the purpose? What about me that gave you the inclination to decide to, 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 to get a consultation with me? What can I do for you? How can I help you? How do you feel I can help you? What's going on? Whatever you, whatever you want to talk about, stop. Answer the question. I want to talk about career. What about your career? Okay. Do you love, hit the key, do you love what you're doing? I want to ask you, why are you in that career? Why do you want that career? How do you start in that career? I'm asked why. I'm asked a series of questions. Some of those questions are going to be emotional questions. Let me get to the heart of it. How do you feel about it? Okay. How long have you been wanting to do that? Is it a whim? Did you see something on TV? Did someone tell you you should be this or that or do this or that? Are you going to school just to take the subject, just to take subjects? Or what you're looking at pursuing, is that something you love? I gave you that little child story. Do you have a child story? What have you been told all your life you're good at? What have you been told that you're good at? That, and, and most people haven't noticed this. Once you start thinking about it, there's something, Dre, Smiley, Tamir, we've been told all our lives we're good at. I'm telling you, it's happened so many times, we don't catch it. It's like driving a car. You buy a white Toyota, and it's, a, it's the model you like, and you start driving. You start seeing all those white Toyotas. Where were they? Well, they were there before you bought that car. You didn't see them. You weren't on that lane. You weren't going to see them, right? So so now I, I try to bring your attention back to the beginning. There's a special place for you. What is that one thing that you love doing? You love it so well, you do it for free. You do it so well, people will pay you to do it. What is that thing? I try to get to the core of the issue. I like that explanation. And one thing I want to circle back to what you said, you listed the mindset of Larry Bird, Jordan, then you threw it earth, wind, and fire. And, and I was surprised ah, Dre didn't pick that up, but that's a collective. <laughs> and I, I like them because you, I, I, earth, wind, and fire is actually coming to Tampa soon. I just saw the advertisement and I saw those guys live and they're just, they transcend time. I mean, it's just so emotionally inspiring with their music, but you threw out a group. So I just wanted you to, I, I wonder, how do you look at the, how do you assess the mindset of a group? Uh, as you mentioned, earth, wind, and fire as a, as a mindset. I was 13 years old. I was walking in Chicago. And uh, I was with uh, my friend. We were, we were about 13, 14. His uncle took us on the other side of town to go to the store or whatever. He was doing something. Something grown folks do. And we just sitting in the car being like little kids talking. And I heard a sound. And it said, keep your head to the sky for the clouds will tell you why. Master told me one day that I was in peace in every way. But in search for the clues, wrong things I was bound to do. Keep your head to the sky. And those voices, that sound stuck with me. It stuck with me. And it changed my life. It changed my life. Those words, those words, keep your head to the sky. In other words, no matter what's happening in your life, keep your head up. You, you're going to slip in life. You're going to stumble. You're going to fall. Okay? There will be some clues. You'll miss them. But keep your head up. Keep your head up. You'll come up. And, and and I started this all earth when far as music devotion and all that, and I, I noticed a rhythm, a, a theme in their music. Their music caught me as a little, as, as a young young preteen. It caught me mm. by surprise, and I began to get into the lyrics, the words, and the words had meaning, had heart to it. It was more than just music. It was ringing voices. It was heavenly. It was ethereal. It, it, it was mindset technology. Okay, and that's why I that that's what drove me to realize who, more who I was and where I was coming to. Earth, wind, no, and fire, I, the elements. No, you know what? You're you're right because if you dissect the lyrics of Earth, Wind, and Fire, it's almost like a a spiritual song, yes. and with some a music. Yeah, it, it's a spiritual R and B, which as you usually find that in your gospel music or different church right. songs. But here, these guys are. So I, I see the connection now. Thank you, because I was wondering when you mentioned you can you can actually play their songs in a church. You really could. Yeah, and it, would, yeah. it would be considered blasphemy. <laughs> Even their love songs, are, it's all about love. Being a pretty so, spot this day, loving is a blessing here. Never yeah. It's all about love. You see? It so is. It, talk me on Earth, Wind, and Fire, brother. You got something going here. I like that. <laughs> no, that's, that's a great I explanation. Love I, I love that. But 
when you said, um, here's one, you said even Elon Musk has ups and downs and Zuckerberg has ups and downs. Yeah. And when Dr. Tamir has an up or down, do you have your, like, let's say you received a call from you. Who do you, how, you got two PhDs. Do you talk to someone with four PhDs or who helps you when you need help? Or do you need the medical professionals or how does that happen? That is a good one, man. That, hey, thank you for that, brother. Thank you. And I would get into it too. I'll tell you something about that. That's interesting. My friends know me as the world's greatest learner. Brother, I learn from everybody. I have no ego. I learn from everybody. I'm, I, I'll tell you, I'm the world's best student, self-proclaimed. The key is I learn all the time. And when I have ups and downs in anything, first of all, I, I love to get quiet. Meditation and being and spending time with yourself. See, a lot of us are afraid to spend time with ourselves. People are afraid to do that, to get quiet. People are afraid of the, the, the darkness. They're afraid of being quiet. They really are. They got to turn the TV on, got to have the phone on, got to have something on. Me, I have the ability, the remarkable ability, to go and get quiet when things get rough on any level. People think everything getting rough is just about money and status. No, that's not true. Have you seen a lot of celebrities on TV? Have you read some of those stories that happen? They have the same problems you have. A lot of times, the amount of money, it magnifies it. All money does is magnify who you are. That's all money does. It's a great tool. Money is a terrible master, but it's a wonderful servant. It's a great tool. And it mag if you're a jerk and you get million, you're going to be a millionaire jerk. You have a habit of, of overdoing anything. God knows, drugs or partying or whatever. You're going to overdo it because that's what money's going to do. So what I do is I go and get into myself. There are plenty of people that I can talk to, like yourself, that are wise people. Mm -hmm. And I have a circle of people we bounce things off. We just bounce things off each other. I've known for years. I have a select group of people. I'll bounce it off of them. We'll bounce things off. I'll ask. Here's the key. A lady told me years ago, one of my coaches, she's a very good friend of mine. She's a uh, student of metaphysics also graduated from the same university. Her name is Stephanie. Stephanie Brown. Write that name down. Stephanie Brown. <laughs> she's an animal communicator. Lady is very, she's very powerful. She's very sincere. I met Stephanie about 18 years ago. And a, a, a friend that I was coaching said, hey, listen, the lady named Stephanie Brown, I want you to meet. Okay. I met Stephanie. I actually hired Stephanie. Wait a minute. What? Here. <laughs> I want to hire you. So I hired her. So we, we're still best friends to this day. So I have people in my circle that I can talk to that are on the level. Anybody can't work with me or coach me or strategize with me. I'll tell you the truth. Not anybody. There are select pe people that I'll trust to do that because I know the field so well. But I have enough humility and know how to ask. Here's the key. Knowing how to ask when you need assistance. We all need assistance. Ask, 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 and then dissect and move on it. That's the key. Uh, I, I, I was going to follow up with that because when you said your circle, it, it took me back to the laws of success. That's your mastermind. That's your mastermind right. group. And, right. and it's it, it, regardless of and what I, what I just tell me, please correct me if I'm wrong, but what I thought was so salient of what you just said was no matter how many degrees you have or experience you have, we all need a circle of friends of a mastermind or colleagues that we can go to when we need that support, wherever we're yes. going up or downs, we have to have that circle of, of communicators or friends or someone who knows us who doesn't judge us that we can go to and right. refill our energy and refill our spirit. And yes. I, I, it makes me think, cause I had a circle of during the pandemic, that's how I've met Dre. We had a circle of guys from around the country where we just wanted to stay in shape and we, virtually did a push-up. So that was my mastermind group of push-ups and staying in shape during the pandemic. And I've used that mastermind philosophy from Napoleon Hill, from the laws of success throughout. And, and that's, thank you for that. So uh, no, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. People use, people use the mastermind. And I'm glad you said that they, they think it's something got to be something elaborate. It means what you mm -hmm. said. I mean, collaborating with minds, minds, now, you want minds that think alike. You want minds that on the level or higher. You want that, okay? But you want to just collaborate. It, it, mastermind can be very simple. It's minds mastering being together. Real simple. Ma putting your minds together. Put your put your mind together. Real simple. In, in, in theory. Yeah, for sure. So another follow-up I have for you. So 
in terms of the ways that people can connect with you, right? So you do one-on-one consulting. Yes. Uh, what are the other ways people can kind of glean some of the knowledge you have around being the best person they can possibly be? Well, interesting. I'm developing a, a podcast called The Dean Cast. The Dean Cast. <laughs> I call it The Dean Cast. Um, I, I'm uh, really starting to get involved in more social media stuff. I haven't been doing that, and my stuff has been exclusive. One-on-one exclusive. Everybody saying, you got me on social media. No, you don't have to do anything. <laughs> what you do, you do what you love and you get what you get. I don't follow the crowd. I do not follow the crowd. I have a technical team now, team now will want to push me more into the social space. I start getting more into social spaces and stuff like that. Um, my website is full of books, ebooks, and materials that uh, enough material that people can take. I have so much more material that's not there. I put enough there where people can glean and and get information from as far as self-esteem buildings. I'm big on self-esteem, big on self-esteem, how you feel about yourself. And I'll give you an example. On my arm is tattooed right here. I am that I am. I am that I am. I'll give you an example of that. I mentioned Michael Jordan. I mentioned Bruce Lee. I mentioned Earth, Wind, and Fire. Okay. And, 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 but I don't want to be any of them. I don't want to be any of them. I don't want your money or nothing. I want mine. What's mine by right? I don't want to be you. If, 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 if the creator were to say, hey, Tamir, I'm going to give you another lifetime. I'm going to give you this lifetime. Have the same. Uh, let me have you give you Michael Jordan's lifestyle and you do that and you be that great one and this and that. No, no, thank you, Lord. No, thank you. No, I want me. I want me every day that ends with a Y and a billion times on Sunday. I want to be a better me. My height, who I am. Love it. I'm five four stature. A guy said, "Hey, what's up, shorty? Uh, I used to looking down on people that's smaller than me." I said, "Well, if you look up, you'll see me." Raise your vision, then you see what you're looking at, shorty. So I love, love me. It. I love that's it. That's the key. Loving you. So uh, you can go get success factor. I talk about some some different money things. Say yes to money, which I'm offering on this program today. Uh, a, a, a book of quotes I did with Jerry Clark, uh, one of the best. Uh, communicators in the world. He's called Jerry D. Rhino Clark. We did a great quote series, 52 Weeks of Inspirational Quotes and Action Thoughts, where you actually take a quote, like whatever the mind can conceive and achieve it can and believe it can achieve, how to take that thought from being just a quote, how to eat that thought and make it yours. So you can see a Rolls Royce right now. You see a guy driving a Rolls Royce. You can see him get into the car, nice car, brand new Phantom Rolls Royce, boom, boom, boom. And you like it. Wow, nice car. He drives off. But he drove off. You didn't drive off. It's not yours. So when you take a book, yeah. a book or something you hear, how do you make it yours? I mean, mm. I, a friend of mine always quoting, he always quoted his scripture. And I just, he quoted it, go ahead and quote. And he said, well, so-and-so said this in this book. And I said, yeah, but what do you say? Mm. What do you say? It's like seeing that Rolls Royce. You see it, you like it, it ain't yours. How do you make it yours? This is the stuff I'm talking yeah. about. Get into the mind. Dre, you like it. I can tell yeah. Dre's into that one. <laughs> I like it. I like it, man. I like it. You know, and, 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 and as you're talking, you mentioned that you read different, a number of different books and things like that, and uh, and that's how you kind of grow, which all of us can relate to. You know, I, I mentioned that I like uh, biographies. I've also read a number of business books. Uh, Patrick Lencioni has a lot of books that you know, just uh, very, very pointed in terms of you know, business mindset, things like that. Uh, for you. Top three books that come to mind. I mean, these are the best books you've ever read in your life. Just top three books that come to mind that kind of help guide you and, and, and move you forward. The first three that come to mind. The Game of Life and How to Play It. Okay. The Richest Man in Babylon. That's a good one. I've read that one. The Laws of Success, Smiley. <laughs> You know, and, and there are so sure. many of them. The magic sure. thing can be. There's so many of them, but those three came up really quickly. And, and, I, and it's hard to pick. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. really, I just said the first three. They ain't necessarily in the middle, or the best, or the best. And, and for those three, just if you just take a little nugget mm-hmm. that you got from each of them that would allow others to say, "Oh, let me go ahead and pick up those three as well." Do you have a little nugget from each of those three that you mentioned that that you recommend others pick up? Yes, think you were rich. Uh, I would recommend Law of Success, like Smile, I recommend that, really. But Thinking Real Rich is foundational. Here's a nugget. Napoleon Hill talked about one thing that those 500 or so people he interviewed had in common, the richest people in the country at that time had in common, and that that most of them knew how to transmute sexual energy. 
Remember that part, Smiley, about sexual transmutation? In yeah, I sex? do. You remember that? Mm-hmm. It's very big in that book. Yeah, I do. But he didn't tell you how to do it. He didn't tell you how to do it. And when it comes to sexual transmutation, that's a, see, that's the same energy. The same energy that, 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 that people use to create books and whatever you want to do, what Michael Jordan used, what you use, what we all use to build edifices, buildings, airplanes, that's sexual energy, brother. That's the same energy. That's exact. So most of us dissipate that physically. It's just in the act of sex or things that are mm-hmm. that, that are on a lower vibration. That's the same energy. So how do you, he was saying that they, the great ones knew how to transmute that energy to bring it from the lower reasons of your, of your, of your body to up here to your mind. Same energy. Look, for instance, we have a sexual urge. That's a very powerful urge. That's the most powerful urge in your body, period. That's a direct, because it creates everything. Imagine we came from a sperm and egg. If Einstein came from that mm-hmm. sperm and egg, wait a minute, I better look at that sperm. What is, what is that about? Well, that energy you mentioned is what creates. So if you can harness that energy, harness that energy and put it into creativity, that's why that's you see greatness. That's why you saw Michael Jordan's greatness, Michael Jackson's greatness, Bruce Lee's greatness. That's, why, that's what you saw. That's what you're seeing. Whether they knew it or not, I guarantee you something. When Einstein, It was said that Einstein was a, a how did you say it? Was a womanizer. Okay? It's not a judgment. I don't care. It's not a judgment. But I guarantee you, he wasn't a womanizer when he was doing his work. I guarantee I guarantee he wasn't. He could not reach that level yeah. of mental perception and acuity and expression if he could. Now, after he finished his thing, he may have wild out. That's his business. I don't, I don't care. There's no judgment in me. But that transmutation sexual energy, that's, I, went, I went farther on that one for a reason. But I actually have a technique. There are actually techniques sure how to do that. He didn't put that in the book. He wasn't supposed to put it in the book. Those are things that 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 when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Okay. So that's not in the book. I have that. Okay. Now, the game of life, how to play it. The game of life by Florence Sheehan, how to play it. Oh my God. A simple little book. I recommend anybody read it. And when you read it, I read the book about 75 times. Think and grow rich about 75 times. Don't read them one time. That's a big mistake. Don't read them one time. You just it's just like feeling good. No, don't do that. Uh, the third one I want to mention, I mentioned George Clayson. I think, right. I think I mentioned what? The Richest Man in Babylon. Awesome, awesome, awesome book on how to think about money. And fi- finance and money is re- really very simple. We make it complicated. Okay? Don't spend what you don't need. Don't spend just for pleasure. Don't spend money. Don't let money burn a hole in your pocket. Is there a purpose for it? you need to spend it? Do you need to spend it? Do you have your money set aside in different tracks, different Part, different accounts or whatever you want to do. You know, do you have the, do you know what you want to do with the money? Do you appreciate money? Money's energy. Do you respect it? Mm. It will respect like you it. if you respect it. No, no, that's good. That's good. That's good. No, this, I, I'm just sitting here, I, I'm sitting here smiling it's because when you were speaking and it, it took me back to my freshman year when I was a, a freshman in college and I took my first philosophy 101 class and, and every week, I was able to call home because back in those days, when I went to school during the eighties, you were able to make collect phone calls to the family. And I was like, mom, I was in this philosophy class. And in the first Monday, it was a Monday, Wednesday, Friday class. I was like, on Monday, he convinced me that only I existed and nobody else existed. And then on Wednesday, he convinced the class that I'm a figment of their imagination. It was just like, and then we concluded with the cards basically saying, I think, so therefore I am. So when you were talking about me and just focusing on being the best you, I just thought about, I think, so therefore I am, and therefore I should manifest everything into being the best I am that I can be. So that just made me think of my philosophy class when you were speaking. Exactly. That's what it's about. But but that's what it's about, though. That's what it's about. A guy told me one day, he mentioned a quote of the Bible, and he said, it said, love thy neighbor as thyself. I said, stop on the self part. So I told him, it's all about me. What do you mean? Yeah, I'm selfish. Yeah, I'm very selfish. What do you mean? I'm totally selfish. It's all about me. Well, how's it all about you? And you are a meditator. You love people. You're a giver. Well, here's why. How could I help you and, and be loving to you if I don't know what love is? I have to have it myself to give it, don't I? So I'm very selfish. Yes. At the service of others, though. That's the key. That's the key. So some of this, um, you know, we have a, a wide range That's of listeners. Um, 
and we have a wide range of guests. Um, they're all unique, right? Um, for you, you, you seem to be pretty much an open book, you know, in terms of, you know, sharing a lot about yourself, things like that. What's one thing that people might be surprised uh, or interested in knowing about you that a good number of people may not know? Oh. oh. Okay. That's I'm good. That, that, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> No, <laughs> I'm just, I, I, I have a heart. I, I have, the, I have a remarkable ability. And I think all there is a God, remarkable ability yeah. to be firm, but flexible. I have the ability to be the father figure and to show okay. also the, the emotion. I have the ability to express myself, to show motion, emotion properly at the proper time to, 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 uh, empathize. I have a great empathy in me for people all over the world. I have a great patience for people and understanding where they are and who they are. I, I really have that. I, I thank God for that. That the kind of patience for people, very tolerant, very forbearing of people's faults and things. Why? Because I have faults. I'm very forbearing, very forbearing understanding. Uh, people can talk to me. I'll tell you things about me. People be shocked. I'd never tell mm -hmm. that. Yeah, well, I would and I did. You know, <laughs> you, you know, in your in your in your field, and I'll pass it smiling in a second. In your field, that has to be an incredibly valuable ability to be empathetic, to be uh, uh, sincere, and, and and be able to kind of just and be sensitive to not only what your yes. needs are, but more importantly, yes. the needs and feelings of others. So I can imagine yes. how invaluable that is in your, in your field. Yeah, because so many people are phony. Yeah, a lot of people, so many people are phony on the street. So everybody want to hide and wear, they, they, everybody want to wear these masks. Earth, Wind, and Fire, I say all the world's a masquerade. Everybody, everybody wears another face, Earth, Wind, and Fire. All the world's a masquerade. People wear these masks and wear these smiles that are really frowns, turned upside down and all that. They do all these things, but they don't, what they don't realize is that, look, look, it's all about being you and being authentic, being real, Okay. A lot of people want to be phony. Why you want to be phony? Uh, well, people say fake it till you make it. You fake it till you make it, you'll be fake. Okay? How about be real until you make it? I'm not saying yeah. to tell people things they don't need to know on a, on a need to know basis. Okay? But it's, see, when you feel the kind of self esteem I feel, when you feel you know who you are, people can see that. People can actually see that when you walk to a room. When I walk to a room, you're going to see a guy that's five foot four. They don't see that because I'm not. They just see a man like, whoa. You know, and that's because of the energy and yeah. what I put forth. I know who I am. There's no fear. There's no shame. There's no regret. I, I'm who I am. I'm what I am. Okay. One for the grace of God, wherever you are, I'd be there. I don't knock and judge people because one for the grace of God, I'd be there too. And you still could be there. There are people that have, that have made mm -hmm. billions. I mentioned billions because people are so caught up on material. Come on. I mentioned money a lot because for that reason. People are so caught up on money. Money don't make you who you are. It doesn't make you who you are. Money is a powerful tool, a wonderful servant, but it's a terrible master. You let it master you, you're in trouble. Period. You're going to be in trouble. If you have a lot of you, you can be in trouble. If you have a little, you can be in trouble. If you have none, you'll be in trouble. Imagine somebody that's got, and I always use, I use money. People can relate to money. Has a billion dollars. Billion dollars. Okay. You think they're just totally, totally happy all the time. That's not true. That, well, I wish I was them. Don't wish that. If you got into your favorite person's skin, who you thought was the ideal person, you were in their skin for 10 minutes, you scream and say, Lord, please take me out. Because there's a whole lot more come with that. That energy, is that money is energy. Now you got a billion so-called dollars of it. Can you howl it? Most people probably could not. It's like putting, like running a million watts of, of, of power through a little bit of light bulb, you're going to blow it out. That's what you'll be doing. That's energy. And people understand that. Now I can I can express this in, a, in provable ways. In provable ways. By the way, Smiley, you mentioned I gotta say this to you, Smiley. I can't let this go. I won't let you off the hook on that one. You said a double doctrine. <laughs> when I graduated from the University of Metaphysics, went across the stage, everybody said, Ooh, well, guess what? I'm finishing my third right now. <laughs> wow, amazing. Conscious business ethics. So by June, it'll be triple D. Conscious. Now, I don't just pick a subject for the title. I don't pick it for the. I would even use the title for a long time. I start using that title because people start telling me, "Why are you not using your title?" At the university and other speakers, Tamir, 
What? That don't make me do. Use your title. You put the work in. You did it. You you are. Use your Come on, man. So I didn't use it. So when I saw conscious, conscious business ethics, I talked to the university uh, head the other day, the, the, the head uh, the administrator. She said, Dr. Kadri, oh my God, you're going to do what? Yeah. She said, let's do this. Let's do it. And so she encouraged me. And I'm about 75% finished with the doctorate right now on conscious business because businesses, businesses really need that. They need some ethics, believe me. They need ethics training. Believe me. Anyway, I had to throw that in at you, Smiley. You know, uh, thank you for throwing that in, Dr. Dr. Creepy. I'll call you Dr. 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 D3T. That's that's awesome, man, because, um, yeah, it's just phenomenal. I, I'm just impressed with all the different stories. It's, it's almost if, if you, if let's say you you weren't this, it sounds like you, you have like minister, like you're a, a pastor, because the way you speak and the words <laughs> and everything you pull together, it's all, have you ever considered being a pastor or a minister of some huge congregation? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> you know You know what? Sorry, a guy told me one day. He said, "Man, you could have been a. Uh, I've been I've been here all my life. I've been here all my life. Literally, literally all my life. Literally okay. all my life. Hearing that, uh, metaphysics is it, it is a is a is a spiritual degree by nature. From the from Greek by nature, it's it's religious in nature. I have I'm also licensed to do that. I'm licensed. I can do licensed ministerial work legally. Okay, I could uh, okay. coach and train legally." You can't put up a, a PhD in the office in the country and just say you're a doctor. You that that's you, you go to jail. You 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 get you can't do that. You have to be legitimate. Okay, so I, I can legitimately do those things. And what you what you're hearing is that I am spiritual. Yes, I am spiritual, and I can't get away. I just try to get away from that. People ask me, "Are you a minister?" <laughs> no, what lady said, "Wait a minute, come here, come here." One of my one of my friends, friends and mentors. Why are you running away from what you are? That's not a bad thing. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not a minister. No. I was for who I am, right? Like, for instance, for example, I don't believe the age. Ask me my age, I'll say one. And one young lady, in reality, how old are you? I'm telling you reality. What you're telling me is the dream. You won't know the dream, this body, this is not who I am. That's not, that's just the suit. And it's just like, oh my God. You know, I, I, I'll tell you about it. Ask my grandchildren. I'll just pop up. They'll say one. I'm still will tell you that. This guy got mad at me. Like he got, he, he, that, this guy got mad at me. He really got mad at me. Damn it, just tell me. I said, one. What's your I want to ask you a question. Ask a question. This guy got mad at me for saying that. He really got angry. I was, what, the, what the hell do you mean you're one? Damn it, you can't be one. Anyway, <laughs> oh man, well, I am. Um, I really, this has been exceptional, but I want to move into final four. And basically, if you had the opportunity to have dinner with anyone alive or dead, anyone who's been alive or anyone who's alive now, there's four seats at the dinner table, you're in one. Who would the other three representatives at your table who are they and why? Do have to be alive in this body? Have to be alive. Or it could be alive or dead. It could anyone. I'm putting Maurice White on. Maurice White gonna be there. He's gonna fire. Bruce Lee's gonna be there. Okay. Michael Jordan's gonna be there, and I'm gonna. Great, be there. great, awesome. What's been your greatest success, personally or professionally? Oh, that's a good one. My personal greatest success story was about. Um, my personal favorite is a favorite. Back about 23 years ago, I had first discovered a word called self-esteem. I had read many books. I had been speaking before and coaching people and a great salesperson. I've been always excelled at sales tremendously, tremendously at sales. Anywhere I go, anywhere I go, I pull, I pull that, that famous tongue out, you know. Favorite story is that I, I was at a point where I, I didn't know I had lost a job and I had a young family to take care of and I wanted to figure out what I was doing. I went to a seminar 
And the guy told me, you know what, TQ, Tamir, you have high self-confidence, but you have low self-esteem. Here you, you've written books, a book. Yeah, Jim, you have heard of Jim Rohn yeah. before, right? Jim Rohn, the great speaker. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jim Rohn, my first, he was one of my, my second mentor that he actually coached, actually endorsed my first book, Clear Vision. He actually endorsed that book. I've shared the stage with Jim Rohn, okay? And so Jim Rohn personally was a, per, was a personal mentor of mine in a lot of ways. And he, uh, the guy said, you got Jim Rohn's endorsement and blah, blah. In front of all the, I'm in front of all these people. You have high self-confidence, low self-esteem. First, I want to beat him up. How dare you tell me that? I would I, I, I have to beat you up now, pull you in the back and beat you up there. But disrespecting me like that. That was my ego. I was really torn. I wouldn't dare say that, but I was thinking, oh my God, high self-confidence, low self-esteem, everybody looking at me. And when he said that, I just accepted it. I said, okay. Okay, okay. Everybody hugged me and everything. Breakthrough was over, big session, 50 people session. I went home that day and I cried like a baby. No one ever called me out like that in front of everybody. Here's this guy with this high self-confidence. He's already written a book. He has Jim Rohn, his angle, but he struggled with self-esteem. Tell you something, buddy. I'm a word master, word smith. I didn't know what self-esteem meant. Never looked it up. I looked that word up, man. Man, I cried for about two or three days. All of a sudden, the sun was clearer. The birds were chirping. I didn't care about anything but being happy. I didn't care about status or nothing. 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 I just cared. I wanted to be free and love me. Okay? And uh, make the fast forward. I went from there to a year later. I I had my biggest month as far as income was a hundred thousand, twenty five thousand. I began to to learn how to manifest what I want and to draw the the well of all the things I read and taken. The thought came with it, man. How do you make this yours? And by me changing the way I look at myself, I begin to attract people that recognize I know who I was and they want to be a part of that. They want to feel good about themselves unbeknowingly. So I began to attract people. That was one of the biggest stories that I have that I always relate to, how it's all about you and who are you? Do you love yourself? Do you love you? It's okay to admire somebody. Like I said, I admire uh, Bruce Lee. I don't want to be him. I don't want his fame or nothing. No, I want mine. I love me. That's what I really want to drive to people. And that's why I say I'm a dean of dynamic results. Because the results I'm talking about, I've achieved those results. And I, I, I'm in a situation now, I'm pulling a, I'm pulling a Superman right now. Life always brings you challenges. I'm doing the same thing. I'm pulling a Superman as Love we it. speak. Doing the same Love thing it. with different parts of my life. Third question is, what is your superpower? You know, Superman can fly and the Hulk has his strength, but what is Dr. Tamir's superpower? The ability to get it done, brother. The ability to put my mind to something. I'm, see, I'm not trying to achieve a goal. I'm trying to blast a hole in the universe. I'm trying to tear a piece of the universe off. I ain't just trying to win. No, 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 no. I'm trying to reconstruct the universe and tear a hole in it and put my my, my my name up there. So when Smiley and Dre come, they'll see my name. They'll put their name up there too. They will both go together Love and it. expand the universe again. Love I will it. blast a hole in it. I, I, I will, and I'm going to do it to the day I leave this body. I'm going to blast a hole in the universe. That's what I'm trying to do. I ain't trying to win. I'm trying to blast a hole in the universe. I'm trying to right. set up another universe. And then set another one. And I want you to follow right. me. And you do the same thing. Because there ain't nothing wrong with being a copycat. Being a copycat, as long as you copy the right cat. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> be a, matter of fact, be a copycat. Copy the right cat. Okay, okay. We all a copycat. Yeah. All right. Okay, tell me this. You've written a lot of books, a number of books. Um, as far as I know, you haven't yet written your autobiography. If you were to write one today, what would the title be? It would be The Reclining Master Awakened. The Reclining Master Awakened is already written. The Reclining Master Awakened, one minute to healthy esteem. And I say one minute, one guy said, you can't be high self-esteem in one minute. Yeah, but you can realize it the second you realize it. Once you realize it, you're on the way. Love it. It's the journey has started. Love it. Wow. Dr. Tamir, this has been fascinating. I mean, I'm, I, if you can see right here, I have a whole page of notes. I, every, I feel like I was taking a master class from you because everything you were saying resonated with me. And, and this has been a phenomenal podcast. And thank you for sharing your, your wisdom, sharing your you, sharing your experiences and, and, and sharing your books. And, and I got a whole, I got a whole, you just gave me something to do with my day. Because you know what I'm going to do as soon as we stop? I'm going to look up the word self-esteem. 
because I want to make sure I got the right definition. So thank you for that tidbit of knowledge. We appreciate you. Take take, take this statement. Self-esteem reaches the level of being of who you are. Self-esteem goes to the level of being of who you are. Awesome. And and one one last uh, quick question for you, Tamir, before I I thank you for being on. Uh, I mentioned earlier we have a lot of listeners uh, from Ghana, believe it or not, Ukraine, UK, Toronto, all over the U.S. Um, would you be able to offer our listeners any uh, any uh, discounts or any of your books or or sessions, things like that? Is there is there an offer available? Yes. Well, they can go to your 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 wherever you wherever your platform is okay. to, to get the link. It's Dre Smiley, Boom Mastermind Technology. Okay. And they'll get a slew of uh, the Steam Success Factor. That's a ten part uh, audio recording CDs CDs last series. They don't call them CDs now. Yeah. Uh, and then you have the Say Yes to Money. Okay. Uh, basic things about money, your money quotient, how you think and feel about money, the energy of money, and all that. And then there's one about the with me and Jerry Clark, the Rhino, the great Jerry D. Rhino Clark. Okay. I, I suggest you get on your podcast. It's a plug, Jerry D. Rhino Clark. We talk about quotes, uh, 52 weeks of inspirational action quotes, where you take a quote every week, you take it, you romance it, you live it, you think it, you drink it, and you start to see yourself getting more and more results. That, along with a 45-minute note, uh, forty-five minute coaching session from me, that whole package is valued about $9.97. They can get it for $249. Great. Okay. Connected with this show, your 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 name is linked to it. Awesome. You get it for two forty nine, almost a thousand dollar value. Or and or those who 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 choose to go another route, they can also go to my calendar. I sit you my calendar. They can book a no fee fifteen minute coaching consultation, or I call it mindset set strategies. I'm big on changing names. Everybody's a coach, life coach. No, I'm a strategist. Okay. All right, all right. So what I'll do is I'll take those links, put them on our site, and uh, Tamir, let me just say, you know, kind of piggybacking off of what Smiley shared, it's been a pleasure uh, having you on the show, the Dean of Dynamic Results. Uh, I think one of one, one of the many takeaways is it's okay to be a copycat. Just copy the right cat. Copy the right cat. Yeah, thanks for being on the show, man. That's right. Yeah, thanks for being on the show. Thank you.